And today's program, I'm addressing the question, is China in Bible prophecy? I'm also talking about the invasion of woke activism in public education in America and what parents can do about it. And I'm going to be answering your questions. This is The Tipping Point Show, and I'm Jimmy Evans. Thank you for tuning in today, and I want to say that this podcast is a part of the EXO Podcast Network that's brought to you by EXO Marriage, and so we have many other different podcasts if you're interested in those, but this is a part of Marriage Today, EXO Marriage, our marriage ministry. And uh, so I want to tell you that we do have a major marriage conference that's coming up February the 12th and 13th in Houston at Grace Church, if you're in the Houston area, but this is being simulcast in churches across America, you can also watch it at home. So if you're in the Houston area or you want to come to Houston, we would love to have you be a part of our conference this weekend. I'll be speaking along with Dave and Ashley Willis, Dave Leanne, Dan Leanne, Tim Ross, Bianca Olhoff, Garrett and Andrea Booth, and many more. We have some phenomenal speakers. It'll be a time that will bless your marriage. And so that's coming up on the 12th and 13th of February at Grace Church in Houston, Texas. You can go on exomarriage.com forward slash conferences, either to buy your ticket to come personally or also to watch at home if you would like to do that. We'd love to have you be a part of this. Well, I'm asking, answering the question on this program today concerning China and Bible prophecy. And I talked about America on our last program, Is America in Bible Prophecy? And I answered that question. Well, I want to talk about China. Now, I'm going to be talking about different countries here, just a part of this series but, but let me say the Bible is absolutely remarkable in its prediction of the geopolitical alignment of nations in the end times. You know, if, if I sit here right now, because you see Star Trek movies and you see all the sci-fi movies that are talking about the, you know, the Federation and all the alliances that are going to happen in the future. Well, if, if I were to come to you right now and I said to you, uh, what, what is the world exactly going to look like 2,500 years from now? Where will nations be? What will they look like and what will they act like? Who will they be aligned with 2,500 years from now? It'd be a daunting task, to say the least. But your Bible exactly tells what will happen in the end times and what nations will be where and what they're going to act like, and it's going to happen. So let me talk about China. So here's, here's a first question, and that is, is China the kings of the East in Revelation 16? Let me read you this text, and I'll talk about the explanation of this. Revelation 16, the sixth angel, this beginning of verse 12, the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up so that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. The kings of the east. So that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, out of the mouth of the false prophet. This is the Satan is the dragon. Then you have the Antichrist, who is the beast, the false prophet, the false prophet. This is the unholy trinity, by the way. For they are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And they gather them together to the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. This is at the end of the tribulation. This is Revelation 16. This is the sixth bowl. 
There are the seal judgments. There are the trumpet judgments. There are the bowl judgments. And so this is the sixth bowl judgment, and this is leading to Armageddon. And it says that the river Euphrates was dried up so that the kings of the east could come and be a part of Armageddon. So do I believe that this is China? Uh, I believe that China is involved in this. I believe it will probably be many more nations other than China. Because the you know the Euphrates River runs through Iraq, uh, present-day Iraq, parts of Syria. There, you have Pakistan, you have Iran, you have India, ma- major India. You have many nations, including China, on the other side of the Euphrates. So I think it's doubtful uh, that this is only going to be China, but certainly China is the prominent nation uh, in the East, second most prominent in the world today. And so I believe it will involve them, but I do not necessarily believe that um, this is going to be only China, referring to the kings of the East. And by the way, Armageddon is when the whole world marches on Jerusalem. This is another thing about the geopolitical alignment of nations. Israel is the most hated nation on earth today. The United Nations has censured Israel more than any other nation combined. They hate Israel. They are trying to force Israel to give up Jerusalem. East Jerusalem to the Palestinians is their capital, and the Israelis are saying, Jerusalem is our indivisible, eternal capital. And that statement is going to cause Armageddon. Armageddon is the world marching against Israel to force them into either a two-state solution or to drive Israel into the Mediterranean and give it all to the Palestinians, whatever the spirit is like during that time. This is Zechariah 12. The Lord will save the tents of Judah first so that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem shall not become greater than that of Judah. In that day, the Lord will defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. This is talking about the second coming. The one who is feeble among them in that day shall be like David, and the house of David shall be like God, like the angel of the Lord before them. It shall be in that day that I will seek to destroy, listen, all the nations that have come against Jerusalem. And I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look on me whom they pierced. Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for a firstborn. This is the day of national redemption for Israel at the second coming where the whole nation gets saved in one day, a a glorious event after horrific losses during the tribulation for the Jewish people. But the world, the world has marched on Jerusalem. And it doesn't say in this text that there's any exception to this. It says the world at that time is going to march on Israel. And God's going to destroy all those nations that have marched against Jerusalem. Let me say this now. And and you look at India, you look at China, you look at Pakistan. These are Muslim nations, Hindu nations, and atheist nations. These are not Christian nations, even though there are many Christians in those nations. Nationally, these are anti-Israel and anti-Christian nations. But I want to talk something about the Antichrist spirit, because we think of the Antichrist and you say, well, the Antichrist is going to arise from the old Roman Empire. That's correct. He will, according to Daniel 9. Okay. However, the Antichrist spirit is anywhere that Jesus is rejected. This is 1 John. 1 John 22. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Who is Antichrist? except for him who denies the, the, that Jesus is the Christ, okay, or the, the Father and the Son. So China, India, 
you go through all of these nations, what they have in common. What is it that all of these nations have in common that are marching on Jerusalem? They reject Jesus. They reject the gospel, and they're anti-Semitic. That's what they have in common. So that's one That's one text in Revelation 16, talking about the kings of the East. And I'm saying, yeah, you know, I think that China is going to be involved in that. They'll probably be the big brother and all of that, but I don't think they'll be the only ones. By the way, that's the most populated area of the world. But here's a fascinating scripture from Revelation chapter 9. And this, I do believe, is talking about China. Uh, Revelation chapter 9. Then the sixth angel sounded. This is the sixth trumpet. Okay, there were the seals that began the judgments of Revelation. Then there are the trumpets. Then there are the bowls. This is the sixth trumpet. The sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. It's a bunch of folks. Now, the number of the army of the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. And the heads of the horses were like heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails are like serpents having heads, and with them they do harm. Now, let me say, when you hear about a horse with a head like a lion and a serpent tail, and those, this is John in the first, first century trying to explain 21st century weaponry. Okay, Fighter jets, attack helicopters, tanks, those kinds of things like that. He's just he's seeing these visions that the Lord is showing him about the end, and he's trying to put it in their present terms, because at that point, of course, that's all you have as far as a military, you know, vehicle of delivering you toward war. And so he's trying to describe this. So this is uh, Tim LaHaye, who I, who is a end time scholar. He's uh, with the Lord now. He wrote the Left Behind series that some of you have read. He believes that the seal judgments are the first twenty one months of the tribulation. In other words, the first quarter of the tribulation, because the tribulation is made up of three and a half years, three and a half years, 42 months, 42 months. He believes that the trumpet judgments are the second 21 months. In other words, the seal and trumpet judgments make up the first half of the tribulation, and then the bowl judgments make up the second half, the great tribulation. That's what he believes. So we're talking here, the scripture that we read earlier from Revelation 16, that's clearly Armageddon. I mean, that is that is the second at the end of the second half of the tribulation. Okay, this isn't. This is talking about an event that's going to happen around the middle of the tribulation, and this army is not designated, even though the Euphrates River now is mentioned again. Is it's not designated as China or the kings of the east. It's just designated as this army of two hundred million people uh, coming. By the way, there were two hundred. There were around two hundred million people when John wrote this on the earth. Okay. So 200 million people, if I came to you right now and I said, hey, uh, there's going to be this war that's going to happen in a couple of thousand years, and there's going to be one army of 8 billion people, you'd go, whoa, Jimmy, that's, well, that's what he was saying. The earth's population today is around 8 billion people. Okay. Back when John wrote this, when he heard the number of the army, it was just this, what? I mean, 200 million people? 
So through the ages, scholars have looked at that scripture, and there's what they've said. This is a demonic army. I mean, obviously, it's talking about demons that have been released, you know, that day, month, and hour. And so uh, these, this is a demonic army. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So for many years, for many centuries, this was thought of as a demonic army because you couldn't muster an army of 200 million people. But now we have a nation, one nation, China, superpower, super aggressive, trying their, to dominate the world absolutely trying to dominate the world right now. Extremely aggressive in militarily, economically, politically, right on down the line, permeating every area of American culture. In fact, I read an article this morning that they're buying up our oil reserves down in the Permian Basin here in Texas. So we have an extremely aggressive, uh, uh, you know, uh, evil type of a nation uh, in China so how many, they have 1.5 billion people. Well, how many men do they have? Well, first of all, remember in 1979 until 2016, Israel had a one, I mean, China had a one-child policy and Chinese highly preferred boys over girls. So there were a lot of abortions of girls, there were a lot of murders of girls that were born so that they could have a boy. And so now what we see in China is a massive nation made up mostly of men. Here, how many men? Okay. There are 435 million men in China, over 435 million between the ages of 15 and 24, or in 54, between 15 and 54. 435 million. Let's just say of that 435 million, you just disqualify half of them. You still have more than 200 million. You have one nation. Again, this could be a coalition. It could be you know, China, India, Pakistan, all these different nations come together and create a coalition. Could be. But see, for years, what, what scholars believed is they're just not, hey, there's just not enough people to make that kind of an army. Well, there is today. And not only is there the ability of it, China has the largest standing army in the world today with a massive su- uh, budget for their military only second to the United States. And so we see today a nation that is against Israel that is very, very aggressive militarily. And not only do I believe will they be at Armageddon, a third of mankind is killed by this plague. There's one ar- army, rather than America, but there's one army in the world today that has the most nuclear weaponry, that has the most sophisticated weaponry, and it's China, and they could kill a third of mankind right now. If they unleash their military arsenal, remember I said on the last program, America will be decimated by the rapture. 330 million Americans, okay? We have fewer Americans than they have men between the ages of 15 and 54. America has 330 million people, around 100 million will disappear at the rapture, somewhere around there. We're decimated, but not China. A lot of Christians in China, China will still be very powerful. And so a third of mankind is killed by this one plague of the army of 200 million. And I believe it could very well be China, and by the way, when it's describing the horses, it's describing military, a military invasion, and he's just using horses as a, as a symbolism here, but it's talking about uh, the age of technology that we have right now and the superpowers of, of weapons out the front or out the back or wherever it is. It says, he by these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed uh, by fire and smoke and brimstone, which came out of their mouth. But it talks about the breastplates had fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. Those are China's colors. China's flag is red and yellow. But the classic traditional colors of China 
in their art, in their in their social uh, society is red, blue, yellow. So I believe this is China, without a doubt, that they that they match the description here. I believe they'll be present. Uh, they are present. I believe they'll be present during the tribulation. They'll do a tremendous amount of devastation. And I believe they'll also be present at Armageddon. So I hope that helps. Um, we're going to go now into our second part of our show. If you're not a subscriber to endtimes.com, you're not going to get the second half, but for $7 a month, $77 a year, go on and subscribe so you can get all of this program. Uh, but if you are a subscriber, stay tuned because we're going to be talking now about the woke uh, invasion of America's public education system. 